Hello and welcome to Beholder's Eye Side Eye Glamorous Guests. I am Ryan and I'll be your dungeon master today as we follow this tale of the Canaries, a mercenary guild who brave the depths of mines and caverns in hope of adventure and reward. Who would like to catch us up from last week? Well, on our last adventure, <laughs> we made it down to the uh, the barracks or the, the quarters for diplomats, which is what we are. We are very diplomatic. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> on the way, we saw two statues, one of King Galgora and Queen Jazira, both of which had crowns, and a tiara, which I'm not sure the difference. They're the same, but it caught wit in Alavari's eye to the point where he wanted to steal it. But before they had a chance, we got into our own rooms, Holder in his own, and Wit and Alavari having to share with one bed. We got dressed and then had fine dining on halfling vermin and some fantastic alcohol. It was the best bourbon. Oh, mm. <laughs> After which we went back to our rooms and I jumped on my bed and broke it. Thankfully in my room, there is another and I slept peacefully throughout the night. However, Wit and Alvari, they had a glamour barred off <laughs> in which Wit did quite well, but failed to enthrall Alvari. Alvari in turn, <laughs> enthralled wit and together they hatched a scheme to steal the tiara but our automaton hosts are wiser than our two bard friends and foiled them at every turn despondent alavari tried to get wit into her bed but wit was no longer enthralled embarrassed he slept on the couch in no pants and a breastplate alavari Went to bed alone yet again. <laughs> oh, that was brilliant. That was great. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> so enough time passes for you all to have a long rest. Wit does wake up a little less comfortable than he's used to, as he's used to the finest and things. But both Holder and Avari wake up with a, such a lovely night's sleep. The bed was just perfect. <sighs> Silk and satin sheets and, and um, pillows, perfectly fluffed. You know, these beds haven't been used in a while, but they've been looked after well. You're woken up. I'd like to by... say that if there's satin sheets, Alavari probably would have had no nothing on, just because it feels so good against your skin. Good to know. <laughs> just for flavor. <laughs> so, <laughs> wait, wait, do you wake up first or does Alvari? <laughs> Um, I don't know. You want to roll for it? <laughs> it's up to you. You're an elf. You wake up in like four hours, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Wit will come out of his trance. Um, yep. A full rest finishes. Wit is just really awkward for half it sitting in, so you can't see Avari at all. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, Wit spends the, the evening um, looking in his personal mirror he keeps in his bag. Um, you know, quaffing his hair and uh, shining uh, as she's asleep, and he knows she's definitely asleep. He uh, <laughs> quickly takes off his breastplate to wipe down the inside and put it back on, and uh, you know, uh, polish the outside. Um, he, he then um, sits there in the quiet, not knowing what to do, uh, rather embarrassed, and uh, awaits for her to uh, to awake from her from her peaceful uh, nude slumber. <laughs> Um, 
B9768 approaches Holder's room first. Are you awake when you approach his bed, or do you still want to be asleep? I'm probably passed out. I like okay. to sleep. So he'll enter the room with two smaller drones that you've seen before, the spheres with the eye, and one of them will come up and start just tapping you lightly on the shoulder to wake you up. The morning already. It is um, just before your shit scheduled meeting with the family, so if you would like to please get dressed and I'll be back in a few minutes or ten minutes time to grab yourself and bring you to your companions for the meeting. Of course, of course. Um, same attire as dinner? Any attire you desire, sir. Anything inside the wardrobe is available to you. Wonderful. May I armor? You may armor and weapons. These meetings are generally met in your formal attire and you will be most likely expected to leave not long after the meeting. The throne room itself is filled with guards, so there is no situation where you can hurt our, our king. I don't know why I would want to, but thank you it for is that just information. A secu- security occurrences, we just like to keep everyone informed that if you try anything, you're, you will be terminated post-haste. Well, we've had such a wonderful time here. I, I cannot see that happening. It would be very uh, unfortunate for your existence to become ceased. Usually that's how that works, yes. I will return <laughs> inside 10 to 15 minutes after acquiring your compatriots. Thank you very much. And Holder cool. will like look at his breastplate or his, his armor and he like spit shines it again. Still looking exactly the same and he's so proud. <laughs> you do notice one of the drones has stayed in your room and as you're spit shining, he does bring over a cloth for you. Oh, thank you very much. Doesn't respond to you, just goes back to stand by the door. Then I pat it on the head. As you pat it, it legs visibly strain the weight of something <laughs> in his head. Oh, I'm sorry. Your door opens in the other room and B- mm-hmm. B9768 walks in. Are you two both ready for your meeting? I'm going to say I'm just rolling out of bed. So I will very casually. Ah, yes, that was a lovely sleep. I, uh, oh, I better get dressed. As you roll out disheveled, B9768 does turn as to not gaze <laughs> as it is rude. If the madam would like to don her attire, I will be back in 10 minutes time to bring you towards the meeting. Absolutely. Excellent. Thank you. you. 10 minutes passes, you guys get dressed. Do you guys want to talk? Hold it up if anyone to talk to you. You sleep well? Oh, yes. The bed is very comfortable. No sheets. Oh, they just feel so good against your skin. Yes, yes. Thank you for Yes, no. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, uh, one one such as I, you know, uh, being the the bigger man, obviously would uh, would let you would let you do that. Um, well, uh, the only man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you did want to come sleep in my bed. Uh, you I, came to my room, so I, I, I asked you to leave. I I, I I I understand that, and that was a uh, that was very uh, forward of me. I. I, I deeply apologize to be uh, so presumptuous. I, I honestly, uh, last night, I don't know what uh, what came over me. Honestly, I'm not usually that enamored with uh, with other people. Um, <laughs> yes. Well, uh, well I anyway, that onwards. On people. Uh, oh, uh, I, I'm, I'm aware. I have a, uh, I have a, uh, you know, uh, how, how do some say it? An animal magnetism to myself. You know, people can't help but fawn around me. Um, uh, yes, yes. Um. <laughs> But anyway, uh, would you like you to uh, put some uh, clothes on so we can uh, proceed to uh, to the king? Or 
It's like you've never seen a naked woman before. Um, well, I, the, the marvelous wit, have seen many a naked woman. Um, you know, many a woman has festooned my bed in the past. <laughs> but, uh... Uh, I would I would not wish to uh, sully this uh, professional relationship we have, as I have so much respect for you. I see. Is that why you turned away after you took your paints off? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is why. I'll just go look at the the wardrobe and see what I can find. Okay. Yes. You 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 go ahead. Um. <sighs> I'm going um, to look through the wardrobe and uh, basically reject anything I see as not my dress. And I'll just put on my normal clothes. You do find next to your normal clothes, there's almost identical clothes, just slightly better materials, gold refinery <laughs> on them. You can have them if you like, or you can take your, you know, you're walking around will, clothes with you. I, I will take um, a couple of the dresses that are very close to mine. Um, I'll take one in, let's see here. If there's like a purple hair like a gold maybe that would not clash too badly with my silver skin i would put that in and yeah take a few of them shove them in my bag there is a lovely gold one that has like a fine red thread going through that highlights just the right amount in the perfect fashion excellent Excellent. i'll wear that one and i'll put mine in my bag in my bag You're all wearing nice fine, apart from Holder, who's wearing his fine bow, at least. I am wearing my bow still, yes. Yay! I've grown attached. And and, and just quick note to everybody else, um, Wit is too absorbed with himself to actually be attracted to any other person. Um, Right, figured. Yeah. (laughs) Which is part of the reason he has no idea what happened last night. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. He's, he's as confused as uh, he would be, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're all dressed up nicely. B9768 B- comes and gets you, brings you all into the main corridor. You do notice now on the left-hand side where the statue of the tiara is, just in front of it there is a small dent in the floor where something must have happened last night. <laughs> I yes. don't think that was there last night. Did someone attack? Uh, no, of course not. We did have a strange occurrence that appeared on our um, vision, so we dealt with any intrusion as we would usually with extreme force. Oh, of course, you know. I usually go get my establishment sprayed for strange intrusions, Um, but, you know... You, you have spray for intrusions in your establishment? <laughs> oh, yes, of numerous what? different pests. Um, and some people's, honestly. I find if you spray them, they tend to go away. <laughs> I find that works really well with the tabaxi customers. As you guys gather up by the door, <laughs> B7968 is standing in front of you. Is, uh, he turns around and he says, This is where we will be parting ways. My kind is not allowed into the throne room itself. We are just the protectors oh. of the establishment. There is plenty of guards inside for security purposes. It is a decree set down by the god, uh, <clears throat> the king, to set an establishment of where we cannot be turned against our lord. I see. Well, it was very nice meeting you. It's been a pleasure meeting you, and I do hope to escort you from the premises once your business has finished. Oh, of course, of course. He walks past you, stands on the elevator, elevator raises behind you as he's got other tasks to do. Goodbye. And you see as the door opens up, and where you can see the outside is nice, but it is more damaged than you expected to be at the lower floors. Inside, it's not brightly lit. It's not. It doesn't look fancy. It is pitch black. It is broken down. You can see bodies on the different chairs. And as you enter, you can see this room is not nice because nothing's been in here for thousands of years. And if you give me a perception test, all of you, please. Thirteen. A critical fail for a four. (laughs) Fourteen. As you enter the room, 
Wit fails to look around because he is enamored by something he, f he picks up as soon as he enters. He recognizes an energy he has not felt in a long time. On the chest of the king, he recognizes a sword. And as he feels the presence, he runs over to it instinctually because he wants his power back. And just as you're about to reach your hand down and grab the sword, it blinks out of existence. And you hear in the back uh. of your head, you must re-earn my favor. <gasps> For the rest of you, as you look around the room... What what are you doing, Wit? Um, um, no, nothing, nothing, nothing. The walls, the gold plating has fallen off. You can see exposed rock below. You can see multiple skeletons laid around in armor pieces. The king is on the ta on the chair. Obviously, the sword is no longer in his chest anymore. And the crown is still upon his head. His clothes have fallen to tatter over the years, but his crown is still in fine condition. The queen is on her chair with her tiara, clothes falling into disarray. And then the right-hand side of the king, they're at a lower level than the queen, there is a smaller throne of a small child and just a skeleton remains from it. Mm. In the room itself, you can notice there has been drag, there are trails where something has been dragged heavy round the throne and behind it to an area you can't see at the moment. And that's about what you can see. This room is not in as good condition as you would expected. You expected to meet a fine group and you've met in something that is fallen to disarray and is no longer used. And you, you suddenly understand why there's no people here. This area is long forgotten and the, pe the people who ran this fine place fallen into dark times before anyone alive even remembers them. There's no trace left of them on this planet. Are any Could... of the robots in here? The robots are not allowed to enter the, the room. That's why this room is None of them. the one that is okay. not. Can I do a uh, detect magic or just an arcana check to see if anything in the room is particularly um, aura-ish? If you have the spell detect magic, you can use that to detect it. Yeah, I'd suggest that one. Uh, uh, okay. While she's busy detecting magic, uh, Wit will be uh, going up to the uh, skeleton of the queen attempting to take the tiara off of her head. <laughs> as you cast detect magic, as you cast detect magic, you notice both the crown and the tiara give off a magical aura. So you, you detect that both the crown, both the crown and the tiara are cursed. Um, not cursed. They're enchanted. They have an effect on the on the person who wields them. Good or positive, a curse is just something that affects a person. So really, the word works as well. You don't know if it's a good curse or a bad curse. You just know it affects the person who wields, uh, who wears them specifically. Uh, well, Wit, not knowing this, will continue to uh, take the tiara and put it on his head for certain. <laughs> okay. Oh, you look lovely, Wit. Th thank you. It's almost as magnificent as your bow, I think. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. As you place on the tiara, initially you don't feel much of anything. But it doesn't move on your head. Well, the initial placement, it's fixed. You can't remove that anymore. That is part of you. <laughs> you are but now you, queen you do, wit. <laughs> you do suddenly feel like you could get much better things. You you know, you know, can easily acquire anything you want. And you are you deserve to rule. Well, I already you, thought you want, that. So, yeah. I know. It doesn't really make much difference. But you, that is like a defining part. You want to rule. But you want to rule and unify people in a way that while they all work together, they are under your command. And uh, they will same? Do as you say. Yeah. I know. This literally does nothing to you. It's, <laughs> most other creatures, this would do a lot. But like, it's like, yeah, I already think these things. So, But it's just, you know, you have a fancy hero and it doesn't remove. There are other things that you don't know about. So, Well, well, so now I am queen. Like Please bow. Well, it looks like you got the tiara you wanted after all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks lovely on your head. Do you feel it, any different? Um, no, no. <laughs> I feel, uh, 
I feel spick and span, you know? Um, yeah, no, no, no difference, I don't think. Why? Why, why'd you ask? Well, I, I was just trying to figure out what's, if there's anything in this room I needed to be afraid of, and, uh, those, those give off a little bit of a, an, a magic, like they, uh, affect you somehow once you put them on. Well, with me around Alvari, there is nothing to fear. Clearly. Yes. I think I'll just uh. let you keep that tiara. <laughs> oh, 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 well, I wouldn't give it to you even if you asked, so, you know. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have asked, good sir. I would not have asked. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it does nothing to Wit's uh, perception of the world. Everybody should uh, just bow down to him. Sorry, I've, he... just told you, I've just told you the initial stuff, though. Everything okay. has layers, Sam. Oh, I'm, I'm <laughs> positive, like onions. Like an onion, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, okay. What else do you guys want to do? You want to explore the rest of the room? Anyone want to take the crown yes. and wear that? Or anything? I do not want the crown. Uh, uh, well, Wit will yeah. take the crown, yeah. Are you going to try and put the crown on as well? <laughs> Um, no, he'll put the <laughs> crown in his backpack. He's already wet, ready wearing a fan, f fantastic tiara that he would never want to take off. I'm gonna <laughs> just kind of look around, look at what I assume would be the would have been the guards. Um, look at everything, kind of see how they died, if I can. As you walk more around the room, on the right hand side, you see these. There's deep drag trails in the floor that have scuffed the metal and dented and dragged through it. And as you get around the other side of the throne, you do see at the very back of the room, there is a seven foot roughly wide hole from one side to the other and top to bottom. And it's about two feet off the ground initially as well. It looks like it's been like something dug out or dug in or... It looks like th this is a way of a creature getting in and out freely. Okay. Could I, I don't know, do like a survival or something to figure out maybe what this creature is? Yeah. With my plus one. 19! <laughs> See, uh, you've never encountered someone that would use this sort of hole, but you've heard similar sorts of tales of adventurers who've come back speaking of a weird-eyed creature with little tentacles coming off the side of it. And from everything you've heard, these creatures are something you don't want to mess with. They are nasty and they will just, they, 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 they just consume anything. I do not believe we are safe here. Um... I but you, don't you do believe we're safe two other above corridors either. Just on each side of the hole. Oh, okay. There is there is more to this area. It's not just one room. Oh, okay. Um. Well, I don't think we can return up, as giving the news that their king and queen are dead would be bad. Maybe there's a back door. Yes. Well, I'm pretty sure they've been dead for a while. But they're um, not allowed in here, so they haven't seen that their king's dead. Well, well, how about this? You know, I'll, I'll take off the tiara. That would be two, you know, ed that they would obviously notice immediately. And we'll go back up in the elevator then, yes? And we'll try and take off the tiara. Give me a wisdom save. <laughs> okay. Wisdom saving throw. My best saving throw. Uh, that's a three. <laughs> you take um, five points of psychic damage. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. As soon as you try and pull it from your head... You get a sharp pain in your head, and you do feel the end, end of the tiara. Just dig under your skin just a little bit on each side. Uh, ow! Um, nice. well, the, the back door sounds good, yes? What What's the matter? Can't you take the tiara off? Um, I couldn't I could, give it to you even if I tried right now. I could just pull it off of you. Um, I think Holder would, would be able to. Give it a shot. Uh, no, I would prefer if he, uh, if he didn't. Um, Holder's reaching for his head. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, and, uh, will Misty step 30 feet out of your range. No, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm rather good. But, 
Um, what, what happened? Like you're not wanting him to take it off? Oh, well, I, I thought it would be a, a bad idea to take it off, honestly. Um, you know, and you anyway, you guys shouldn't be... Ago. Yeah, but you, you shouldn't question me anyway, you know. I've never done anything to make you think otherwise. <laughs> uh, uh, hmm. Perhaps we should investigate more. Yes, yes, it, investigate. See, look, Alvari Holder with another great idea again. Let's. Uh, I am known for such things. Yes, yes, you are. Now, uh, are you guys going to investigate the hole? Are you going to investigate the left corridor or the right what? corridor? I think there's, the, a, there's a left corridor, a right corridor, and the hole? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Left. Well, I think we should go left. Let's go look over there. I like left. I am left-handed. There's no I am also right-handed. <laughs> I have a left... I have a left and a right hand. Thus, I am left and right-handed. Yes, that's how it works. And I was going to say left also, and it seems that you are all willing to take my lead on that, so I appreciate it. And uh, Wit will, uh, will go left. As you go left, oh my God. there's no doors in this section. You can see where a door frame used to be, but the door's long since gone, cr um, crumbled into dust. And as you go through the corridor... The books have fallen into disarray. You can see that this once was a great study. There are shelves and shelves of books, tomes of every single kind. You can still see some of them still exist, but they are crumbling, falling apart, almost illegible with a few that you do try and pick up. You do find on the table a little bit of value. There's a small chest in fine gold detail that hasn't corroded into dust, along with a few supplies for pens, papers, and inks that I'll were sealed in a chest. little box. Yep, if you leave. don't mind. Oh, yes, you can carry the chest for me. That <laughs> is not yours. The chest is locked, but you can try and pick it if you want. May I? Feel free. As, she, as she's doing that, Holder's like, I don't worry, that's, that's not yours. That's not right. <laughs> They're dead, Holder. How do I roll? Here's my thing that popped up. Yes, you uh, you can't steal from the dead, Holder. They don't need their things anymore. <laughs> that's a crit fail <laughs> with an eight. As you're trying to pick the tension rod that you have for your lockpick set bends slightly. You are able to get it out, but you you have to repair your tools to be able to get into this chest. Well, I'll just have to see what's in here later. And Wit feels better about reconsidering last night. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from that, there's little of salvageable value in this room. God's Perhaps the right side. Is there any other doors or anything in this room that lead anywhere else? There's the door you entered, there's these two corridors, and there's the hall. Well, right, okay. obviously. So you're and in, and wait, you we'll go right. This is a large, it's like three times the size of your stately rooms. It's a very nice, you can tell in this in its heyday, this would have been a great living space for a small family. Hmm. There's, a, there's a mini sort of kitchen that they can make food at. There's a small like, living room area. There's a partitioned wall section, so they do have their own bedrooms. So, you know, if they want to get their free con away from the kid. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a small... Me and it's, a, it's a really nice area, but it's fallen 7,000 years worth of decay sort of thing. So the couch is just completely decrepit and there's nothing in the kitchen. You can see the outline of where things used to be, and you can, from seeing your rooms... You can imagine how this would have been, but the way it is now, it's, you know, you've seen decrepit taverns that are more fanciful than this place. I I'm you know, picturing, seen... like, um, like, you've, everybody's seen pictures of, like, the, the burial chambers of mummies and stuff. All of these fa magnificent things that have fallen kind of to the wayside, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Uh, in the state it's in now, 
you've seen rooms in sewers that you know creatures who don't have a home to go to anymore that look a lot more appetizing to stay in a week's worth of than these places <laughs> okay oddly there's no smell of death because it's, everything's been dead for so long <laughs> yeah it's just all hey 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 what hell? I have seen a tavern after a brawl that looked better than this place. Mm. Yes, I, yes. Can we investigate the, the bedrooms to see if there's anything of value? Um, as you investigate around, you find, uh, in, as a group, you can decide how you just divvy this stuff up. Three necklaces with fine gems, and with just um, your concentration detail, magic would still be up. You can tell they have a very faint magical aura. Not great stuff, but they are something of value. And you will find. I'll... Well, actually, if I'm the one investigating, did I find them out of eyesight of the others? Um, I ain't sharing. Yeah, give uh -huh, me a. Uh -huh. No, I'd say the rooms are enough that the, the petitions aren't good enough. Okay. So you can do it. You can do a sleight of hand to try and hide it from the others, but they do get a perception test to see if they see it. Ugh, that's a ten. That's a nine. Older doesn't <laughs> oh. see shit. <laughs> that's a twelve. Well, it sees it. well so I'll, it, I'll I'll be having my necklaces now, Alvari. Uh, I'm sorry. What? Uh, they're, they're my necklaces. Uh, uh, what necklaces are you talking about? Uh, the ones that you just sneakily put in your pocket with your uh, dexterous little hands that broke that lockpick earlier. Well, she did find them first, wit finders keepers. No, you... but they're they're you they're, they're my necklaces. I um, as you know, the, the the rightful ruler of this land. I I am entitled to to what? take them as I wish, and I Owning I should a tiara indeed have them. Does not make you the rightful ruler of squat. Have you seen my tiara? <laughs> uh, that you apparently can't even take off your head. I wouldn't even want to take it off because it's the thing that signifies that I am willing and ready to rule. <laughs> well, you weren't willing and ready last night. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> well, uh, just, just, just please give me the necklaces. How about this? We could each have one. Okay, yes, yes, yes. I, I guess not taking everything is it would be unfair, you know, so one will be a fair tax to my subject. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> do, do either of you put on the necklaces? Uh, if Wick gets one he when, is When a DM says that you know you should do it What color <laughs> is the neck What color are so they? There the are gems? two necklaces One of them is a pristinely cut flawless emerald And the other one is a extremely well cut ruby Well I will take the emerald You can have the ruby if you would like Oh, it, it will go magnat and magnificently with my gold and purple pants. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, he'll put the, I will the ruby. put it on too. <laughs> okay. Yep. Things happen, but you don't know what. Okay. Cool. All right. Both of you look very beautiful. Thank you, Holder. Thank you. If we find another one, you can have it. Okay. I thought there were three necklaces. There are. What well, the other there one's are. sapphire. Oh, oh. Would you like the, the blue one, or can I can, keep it? You know. Pink is really my color. It really is. It just looks fantastic, that bow in your head. <laughs> he blushes again. Thank you, but you can keep that. I, I I, don't know if I'd feel right about wearing a dead person's necklace. Well, that's fair. Thank you very much, Holder. You are I've very got, gracious. And, she's and just I've got the answer to who's a good person out of the group I'm with, so. <laughs> <laughs> are you pushing the sapphire one or so, Kim? Uh, no, I'm just going to put that one in my bag. Okay. So I'm just it doesn't go as well with my dress. <laughs> <laughs> so just make notes of who's wearing what. Okay, so you also find a shield. It's intricately detailed. You do detect a magical aura from it. It has a large crest on it. 
of five different uh, five different hands collecting in the middle with a sword raising up behind them and you can tell from a close inspe uh, sort of a close inspection each of the hands comes from a different race well I, I may not like necklaces but I do love a good shield I think you should you should have it my dear holder um, I bequeath this shield upon you as a loyal and valued subject <laughs> and he'll holder will look to Alavari just kind of like mm -hmm. <laughs> She'll just well, make the sign that he's crazy and just go ahead and take the shield. Yeah, right, you know, so spurns your advances once and now he's crazy. <laughs> as you pick up the shield, you can know this is a really well-made shield. And as you, you feel, it feels strong, unnaturally stronger than most shields you've ever used. This, this oh. is a fine piece of protection. This is uh, far better than the, the shield I have. That's a, that's a plus two shield. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow. <laughs> you guys are in the room of a king who united people and has robots. That's good <laughs> shit there. <laughs> I would hope so. So, what are you doing next? Are you going to go the elevator? Are you going to the house? I assume we've looked through all the bedrooms and stuff. You look through most other things. You don't see much else of value that survived so long. These things, you get the idea. These things only survive because they've got good juju on them. Good juju. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, onwards to the hole, then. No. As you get to the hole and you all start to look down it, you notice as you peer through it, it goes into about <laughs> two feet and then it vertically drops. Oh my! And from what you? What's the longest any of you can see? Sixty feet. Sixty. Dark vision. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're a drow, it's probably sixty. Yeah. So. For the sixty feet that you all look down, you do not see a bottom. Can I drop a torch? Yeah. Uh, Alivari's gonna light a torch and go down the hole. As it falls down, you see it get to about fifty-five feet. It bounces off a rock. And you don't see where it goes. Like mm. just disappears really quickly. Holder goes up to the hole. Hello! <laughs> that just echoes down, and you can tell it's gone quite a distance, but you do hear a clatter at the other end, like something just heard you. Um, well, that's a rather uh, far drop, I think. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't think we're gonna get out this way. Okay. Um, well, what, what solutions do we have then? Well, I think if you took your tiara off. And then we went back out and said that we had finished our uh, discussion with the king that we would probably have the best route of getting out of here. <laughs> yes, we, we, we would. Uh, Wit's going to try and take it off again. Okay. <laughs> Wisdom save, you said? Yep. <laughs> Six. Well, that's double what you got last time. So. <laughs> it is. Yeah. You take four and you realize this probably isn't coming off at the minute. But as you try again, you do now hear over like a tannoy system that you hadn't noticed before. This is the gold band that runs across the top of the rooms. Now you think about it, you have seen it across the whole system, but it's just it didn't really stick out because everything has gold on it. That lights up a, a ethereal blue. Room unit detected, base lockdown established. 30 minutes till lockdown completion. Is that what, can we hear that too? Yeah, everyone hears it. It's, it it's the, that's a voice that's just boomed across the whole room. What does that mean? I um, think it means that we need to get out of here post haste. Okay, well, let, let's let's proceed on. Well, the hole goes down, don't we need to um, go up? I am going to, uh, wait, which which way are we gonna go? Do you, do you wanna go down the hole? I do not care, but down is not out. It, um, I don't think so. No, I, I, I think we have to go up the elevator, right? I think that's the best way. <laughs> Okay, so yeah. I'm going to cast Disguise well, Person. Well, the elevators work for us. Well, I am their queen, so they should. 
what? Maybe the tiara will give you some special powers over the elevator. Maybe that's what that, that field was I saw. Maybe? And I am going to cast myself uh, to look like the elven queen based on the statue I saw. Okay. Um, you make yourself look as best you could. You haven't seen her skin color or anything, so you make the right shape, the right um, features, but for, you don't know if you're the right skin color at all because elves range a little bit. Hey. What, sort of, what would you yeah. prefer to go for? Um... I'm gonna say my my mama had a, a gorgeous elf friend. I'm just gonna go with her skin tone. It's kind of a more of a hum, humanish tone, but it was a bit tan. Okay. And then just a, a I'm assuming golden hair. Okay. So you guys proceeding out? Uh, of course. Well, you might right. be able to know the hair color because even if she was a skeleton, she'd still have hair. The hair would have been a golden sort of color. Okay. okay. Yeah, kind of fits with the rest of the theme. Okay. So as you guys approach the door, you can hear a fight going on outside. Oh. Perhaps we should wait. Well, um, I wouldn't like to be here when the fight gets here. Maybe we can just sneak out. But if they're fighting amongst themselves, by the time they get here, there will be less to fight. True, uh, for true. reference, as well, when you guys went in there, you did notice the elevator was back down with you. Okay. Uh, I think we I'm should go through. I'm going to fling open the doors. And as I walk out, I'm going to be like, I'm assuming that she has a different voice. So I'm going to switch into what I'm hoping is her voice and be like, robots, I would like you to go and fetch my extra tiara. And I need to get out of here before this hits me now. None of them respond. Damn it. Uh, what, what is the thing that we open up the door what to? What you open to see is the two bigger robots that have all the tentacle arms. They're fighting each other. One of them is clearly winning. Like he's in much better condition originally. And you also see pretty much the room was divided and half of them are fighting half of them. You still see B9768 standing on the elevator and he seems unfazed. Like he can't see that they're fighting amongst each other. To him, he just he's not reacting to the fight around him. But he's also not being targeted at all. He's, Excellent. Um, uh, B9768, what is yes, going sir. on? I do not know what you're referring to, sir. I have been told that a base lockdown has been established. I would be like to escort you out of the facility. Oh, of course, yes. Escort away. If you would stand on the elevator with me? Yes. Yes. Oh, absolutely. If you want to give me some form of acrobatics or athletics <laughs> to try and get through the massive fight that's going on. I told you, athletics. Uh, how big is the room? 14. It's 20. It's a... It's 15 foot, close into 10 foot. Uh, I'll misty step across the room. Can I misty step? Well, I have misty step as a spell, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just misty step onto the platform. Excellent. You do notice the platform, there's no fighting on the platform. Okay. That seems to be a safe area. Well, come on, my friends. I rolled a 14 to acrobatics. Um, You make it. Yay! (laughs) 20 on my athletics. Pumps up, and you go up to the next level. As you get to the next level, you see the shield drone that you passed before, but this time it notices you and it is actively engaging you. So, initiative, please. Of mm. uh, oh, at twenty on my initiative, twenty-three. Okay, so up first is Wit. You see the robot is engaging. Uh, oh, I need to roll for B nine B nine seven six eight. So, okay. <laughs> What are you doing? Um, okay. Um, for his action, he is going to stick his hand out to the side, and a two-handed sword is going to appear in his hand. Um, You're about 15 feet away from the creature. Okay, excellent. Um, and he is then going to... Let's see. Um, 
He is going to... We, we want to get to the platform, right? Probably what we want to do and not die. Do you remember um, this, this level is the bricks and quarters that you're on before? So you're, this is a curved tunnel and it's a straight corridor afterwards to get to the elevator. Okay. Um. So Wit is going to Misty Step for his bonus action because that's a Misty Step bonus action past yeah. the, the guy attacking us. You see more two more shield drones who turn and engage. Okay. Um, are any of them... <laughs> Uh, directly next to me though can i still no, run a little bit they're like 25 feet away from you okay so he's gonna run another 30 feet he wants to stay within 60 feet of the other two and then okay. he's going to don his mantle of inspiration there um so uh, um yeah you can move towards me without provoking uh opportunity tax up to your movement you you're yeah. like a 30 feet movement towards you I yeah believe. so you guys get temporary hp um 2d6 temporary hit points and uh wit kind of looks resplendent in his armor and sword <laughs> and you feel inspired to move towards him and you can move up to your uh up to your entire movement towards me without provoking any attacks of opportunity so you can I, move 30 feet towards him be in the middle of all the enemies. Yep. I think it's worth it. You can see that all the doors leading up to the elevator now are open. So you know the situation. You've got one behind you who is turned around with you because you've run past him. And there's two in front of you. Okay. This is Wit's bread and butter running away effectively. <laughs> <laughs> you know, be nice to just standing on the platform. You just like, you guys run off without him. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Aww. It's okay. He can die for all I care. Yeah, but if he's the one who activates the elevator, then we're screwed. I'm sure they're not going to attack him. Well, that's true. I've already up there. Excellent. Um, I'm going to try something. I don't know if this will work. I would like to try dispelling magic on one of them. Awesome. Uh -huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. I'm just gonna see if dispelling magic just completely stops them, basically. Fair shot. That was a pretty good idea. <laughs> Any spell of third level or lower on the target ends. For each spell at fourth level or higher on the target, make an ability check uh, using my spellcasting ability, and then it's 10 plus whatever the spell's level. So if it's, I'm assuming animating these things is probably higher than a third level spell, but maybe not. Because uh, it's the only thing I can think of, uh, roll the test. It's higher okay. than you got at the minute. So, so what, I roll it. a... Yeah. DC 20 or a D20? Uh, yeah, roll D20 with your casting ability added. So that would be. Do, 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 do. What is my. Oh, I'm charisma. Okay, right, right. So just a straight charisma roll? Yeah, straight yeah. charisma roll. You do not dispel 17. them. Okay. A seventh level spell? Dang. Bring in life. Well. I'm trying to weigh it up, sort of thing. Yeah, no, I, I know. Makes sense. It's yeah, just it powerful it's, magic. Like, I was I was thinking about it, like, maybe one of the small ones, maybe that sort of stuff. But these guys are, they're not low tier, they're, they're, they're fairly high. No, that um, makes sense. And then I would like to cast Bardic Inspiration. And I'm going to turn to Holder and be like, Holder, you got this. Take out, take out, take out that one over there. And I'll just point to the one that's behind us. And he blushes. <laughs> so that's an extra okay. D8. Cool. Okay, um, so it's up can to that be used for combat or just anything you roll a d24 basically? Okay, cool. And that brings us to Holder. So you got one behind you, two in front of you. They're about 20 feet away. One behind you is about five feet away. Oh, okay. Then I will pull out my halberd and I will. Are you using that two-handed or you got your shield as well? Um, I think halberd is only one-handed. I mean, it's only two-handed, so so it's not like a spear or anything. But um. Well, I'm going to use it to a hit anyways, so. Okay. All right. Um, so the first hit, 
Miss. See what I hit. An 11. Yeah, it misses, unfortunately. Okay. Can I use that D8 for that? Mm -hmm. Yes, you can. Oh, yeah, you can add D8 to it. Okay, so, so you D8. roll a D8 and add that. <laughs> well. Does a 12 hit it? <laughs> Still misses, unfortunately. <laughs> okay, second attack. 26. Yep, that hits. All right, and that's 10 slashing damage. Yeah. So as you hit it, you your halberd takes a massive chunk out the center of it. It's still up and running, but it is massively damaged. Then I will bonus action and use my pole master ability to basically butt it with the end. A 12 to hit. I guess I can't uh, use this. unfortunately. Okay. All good. And then... Your, your pole, the back of your pole just swings through the hole you just made as you just like <laughs> swing it around. <laughs> Oops. Awesome. Okay. Uh, that brings it to the one you just hit. He will get close distance and engage you. He um, is so... Yeah, you get your attack roll, which you think, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, they have short range. So. 23. Actually, reach. I could have done that. And 8 slashing. Would yeah, I also get you, attacks it, of opportunity since they're in my... No. It's not moving I, past. He gets engagement once. Okay. Polar Master gives you an opportunity attack when they come into your space oh. rather than leaving your space as well. Gotcha. So. Okay, so, um, yeah, as you... As it comes nearer to you, you like, can get spin this, the halberd in your hand as it gets close as a reaction, and you just find the other side of that hole and cleave straight through its face. And it's like nice. peels. <laughs> okay, um, so one of this the. This one's done. One of I the knew ones you could do back. it. Good job, hold on. Pick, spin all of its <laughs> javelins into a raised position and throw one javelin at each of you. So it is throwing with that skill. So it's that. So at wit, that's a 12 to hit. Nope. At Avara, that's a 19 to hit. Ooh, yeah. Okay, that will be total of plus that. Right, it's two damage. And I'm guessing 11 doesn't hit the massive bugbear. No, not at all. So he throws all his javelins. The other one will do the same. So one at wit. That misses with a 10. Um, it misses Alvaro with a actual one. Actually, it throws it and it impales the dead corpse. The face is now like <laughs> fixed back onto it. <laughs> and then that's an eight. I'm wanting the opposite of every other GM. <laughs> That's when GM powers to hit get like natural twenties all around, but no, no, I've rolled consistently under twelve so far. <laughs> wow! So that brings it back to the top of the round. Wait, what are you doing? There's just two in front of you that you can see engage with you at the minute. Excellent. Um, I'm going to expend another bardic inspiration to mantle of inspiration my friends again, so they get to move another full movement towards me without any attacks of opportunity. I'm, so I'm assuming you move past these guys. Um, and if I can move past those guys, I will run past them. Um, uh, can I do I that room, without? There's room for you to get past them, but you will take two attacks of opportunity. Okay. Well, then I will then use my action to misty step and then run a further 30 feet so that i'm still within 60 feet of my friends okay so we come another 30 feet up and then i yeah. move 60 feet away from you <laughs> you guys are now standing on the other side of these two shield robots and where is we... at the other end of the corridor next to fighting i'm basically just trying to get you guys a free movement because you still get to move on your turns if you need to mm -hmm. so, oh right okay. so you're just not doing that Oh, I'm I'm aware. <laughs> so that takes it to Alvari. Well, I have a feeling Holder is not the run type. <laughs> You're just so inspired to run towards Wit, though. You know? Yeah. It's just like what? <laughs> Alvari, it's your turn. Excellent. Um, you are at point blank range, just behind one of them. Just behind them. I think 
Well, my my brilliant idea did not work. And I think if I did well, okay, wait, he's how far away? They're, they're uh, within five feet of you. No, um, oh. they're within five feet. No. Let's see what happens. Also, it's also worth knowing as you guys are standing there, the up. heavily armored door for the break that you saw before, you can hear something pounding on it repeatedly. Oh, that the DC should be fists. higher than that. Uh, what would my spellcaster modifier be? Charisma? 15. Eight plus charisma plus bonus, or uh, proficiency. 15. Oh, 15. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> is that just around, just affecting them, or does that affect Holder as well? Uh, it's... I don't know, is Holder within I mean, 10 if, feet of her? Well, if we're next to each other, it won't affect me, but... No, how do I look at you? Come here, Shatter! Yeah, you would be, like, right next to each other in those creatures. A sudden loud noise. So yeah, so I'm she could cast it right behind on them. On the creature. Yeah, so it's within a 10-foot radius sphere. Do, do you want to set it behind them so it doesn't affect either of you two? Yes. Okay. And they've got a DC 15, yeah? Mm, yes. Can't see. <laughs> One makes it. One fails. So... so they take... Yeah, still the fails. One that failed takes a full 10. He goes down to that. Um, so the one is fine as the shatter like wave of energy, I'm guessing oh. it is, comes to They have disadvantage because they are okay. in a So one fails and the other one fails. Nice. So as the wave of energy comes through, you see that two of their legs just chatter into dust effectively and they start to nice. skitter around a little bit. You do oh, notice, that was a very good you do notice now back with the other corpse, it has disintegrated into dust and you do see a, f a flash of light further down the corridor and you start to hear more fighting going on. Like from the way we came or... Um, uh, the way ahead of you, so in one of Where the we're going. quarters okay. that you were in before, you see a flash of light come from in that room. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Um, I would also like to do a, a bardic inspiration again, since we've already gotten the mantle of inspiration. I will do that for, uh, I, I guess, well, no, you used it, so I will just give it to Holder again. He, here, Holder, take out that other one that, did, that didn't go away yet. <laughs> And it's Wait, what? Isn't oh, there's. I didn't kill both of them. Well, they're both there, right? Yeah, they're still both there. Oh, okay, never mind. You just took out their feet, right? Yeah. Something. Mm -hmm. There you go, Holder. Have 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 fun. But I appreciate it. Is it my go? Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's your time. Mm -hmm. Okay, then I will halberd one of them. Twenty-two. Surprisingly hit for six damage. Really? Yeah. You know, it's just Oh, I, I get to re-roll my one. So um, it's dead. Okay. <laughs> then I'll attack the other one. Hits. 17 to hit. And that's it's 14 dead. slashing. So you take both of them out. Do you, how do you want to do it? Um, so I'm going to like stab into one. And then I'll just it get like it gets stuck on my halberd. And so I just kind of ram it into the other one and pin both of them to the wall. So as you pin both of them to the wall, you watch as both of them just disintegrate into dust completely. Two more flashes from the rooms. And that's out of I have never felt so inspired. You do. Like, you. That's out of initiative now. You do hear more fighting suddenly start in the other rooms, and the door next to you. You can see that the door is starting to wane under the massive hits on it. And with that point, we will call this episode. Excellent. Awesome. Thanks for listening to Glamorous Guests Part 3, Travelers in Tiara. Well, that was super unexpected. Um, looks like no change for Wit, but he might just be a psychopath. Let's see if our party, who's totally not running away, survives next week. If you enjoy what we do, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to it. It really helps us out. If you leave a five-star review, we'll read it on air. Please check us out on Twitter at Beholders iPod and our website at www.beholderseyecast.com. 
gmail.com. You can follow Ryan, who DM'd this episode at Duff Duff the Third, Sam, who played Wit at SamSlot007, Kim, who played Alvari at Mets Girl, Ben, who played Holder at Miro4D2, and Alex at AlexDMBE, who sadly did nothing this episode once again, but never fear, dear listeners, he'll be right back after next week's episode with the continuation of Beholder's Eye. Uh, We've got quite a few down the pipeline, and we've got our upcoming Q&A episode, which we'll be posting real soon. Editing and effects by Sam Canary. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Music from filmmusic.io. Age of AI instrumental by Sasha Endy. Age of AI feet Kara Square by Sasha Endy. Arrakis by Sasha Endy. Sovereign by Kevin McLeod. Darkling by Kevin McLeod. License Creative Commons by www.creativecommons.org forward slash licenses forward slash by forward slash 4.0. All sound effects by sapsplat.com. This work is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share alike 4.0 international license www.creativecommons.org forward slash licenses forward slash buy forward slash 4.0 thanks and we'll see you next week so-